This program is brought to you by Bobbleway Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. You're listening to Opening the Scriptures with Don Boyd. Welcome to the program today. This is Don Boyd. I want to welcome you to <clears throat> Opening the Scriptures. I want to continue the lessons that we began last week, and this is on the New Age Movement. The Pew Research Center back in December 4th through 18th of 2017 did a survey among U.S. adults, and it has a comparison here on a chart that talks about the number of Christians or those who claim to be Christian, and this is all lumped together, Protestant, evangel evangelical, mainline, historically black, Catholic, things such as that, so it's all thrown in there together, but... Whenever you look at the percentage of those who claim to be Christians who believe in at least one New Age belief, 61% believe in one, at least one of the New Age beliefs. And then you look at the atheistic. The atheists actually believe less in New Age beliefs than so-called Christians do, only 22% of atheists hold to at least one New Age belief. Isn't that incredible? And the New Age beliefs that they have listed here, there are four of them, and I'll give you the numbers here for the number of Christians that believe in these four New Age beliefs. The belief spiritual energy can be located in physical things, 37%. Belief in psychics, 40%. Believe in reincarnation, 29%. Believe in astrology, 26%. And those are the percentages of Christians that believe in such things. You know, if Christians believe in such things, they do not believe in God. From the same Pew Research Center survey, this statement is also made in that. Said also, adults under age 65, those who have not graduated from college, racial and ethnic minorities, and Democrats and those who lean toward the Democratic Party are more likely than others to hold to at least one New Age belief. Now I want to look at New Age morality. The New Age movement has no moral code. It's just everything is permitted. In the Dallas Morning News, as contained in an article of July 1st, 1986, in which a meeting of 150 so-called Seth devotees came together to bend spoons. Jane, uh, Jane Roberts, in 1963, made this comment, and I quote, We literally create our reality through the beliefs we hold. So by changing those beliefs, we can change reality, unquote. And on the day of judgment, you know, can someone say, oh, please excuse me, this is not my reality? 
Well, we'll, well, we will be judged on the day of judgment, whether we're ready or not, or whether we believe it is our reality or not. In Acts chapter 17, verse 31, Acts 17, 31 says, Because he, that being God, hath appointed a day into which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, that being Jesus the Christ, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, in that he hath raised him from the dead. There's fact. Randall Bayer, <clears throat> in his work Inside the New Age Nightmare, and he was once proponent proponent of the New Age movement, and he comments on the poor quality of life. He says, I quote, I often came across New Age parents who either didn't live with their children or had left them. Often the parents did so out of preference, not necessity. When one is so busy exploring his own glorious potential, kids just get in the way, unquote. And when you read Shirley MacLaine's books, you'll discover that she feels free to use foul language, blaspheme, to engage in fornication also. And we're not going to look at any of that. Randall Bayer stated that many attend the New Age workshops on weekends, quote, not just to receive new knowledge, but also to find new casual sex partners. We must have worked through all our karma together. Now it's time to move on to another karmic relationship, unquote. In the New Age movement, there is no basis to condemn homosexuality or bisexuality. Abortion is seen as no problem. Again, quoting Randall Bayer, For if a soul is immortal and continuously reincarnates, then abortion is no problem because that soul will recycle itself into another body at some later time, no harm done, unquote. New Ageism presents a brand of fatalism which concludes that whatever happens is meant to be. Karma is just being worked out and cosmic justice is being served. Now I want to look at some of the things that New Agers have to say, and of course these are the supposed ancient ones speaking through individuals today. The first two quotes here come from Ramtha. Quote, relinquish guilt. Do not live by rules. Live by feelings, unquote. The second quote from Ramtha, quote, there is no such thing as evil, unquote. And then Shirley MacLaine's higher self in her work Dancing, or stated in Dancing in the Light, quote, until mankind realizes that there is in truth no good and there is in truth no evil, there will be no peace, unquote. You know, living by feelings means doing your own thing, doing what is right in your own eyes, kind of reminds us of Judges 21:25, where it says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And all you've got to go is go back and read the book of Judges, and you'll see what that accomplishes. Jeremiah 10, 23. 
Jeremiah 10, 23 states, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. And in Proverbs 14, 12, Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So we see how well human beings can direct their own way. And then turn over to Proverbs 28, 26. Proverbs 28, 26. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. And we see that the New Age movement is filled with those who trust in their own heart. And then Ramtha again foolishly states this, and I quote, For 2,000 years we've been called sinful creatures, but we are equal with God or Christ, unquote. Well, the Jews wanted to kill Jesus when he said that. In John 5, 18, John 5.18 says, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his Father, making himself equal with God. Oh, and then Ramtha makes this comment, quote, Do not preach to this world. The world doesn't need saving. Leave it alone. Unquote. Well, Jesus said quite the opposite. In Matthew 28, 19 to 20, said, Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all the world. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Well, let me get this right. That was Mark 16, 15, 16. Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is, and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And then Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Jesus said, Go teach the gospel. Those who believe it and are baptized will be saved. Where Ramtha says, I'll just leave the world alone. Well, which one's right? We know that Jesus is. Ramtha also says this, and I quote, God has never judged you or anyone, unquote. You know what he's saying there, right? In other words, you have no right to judge me. No wonder moral principles are absent in the New Age movement. And then Ramtha makes this comment, quote, No, there is no hell and there is no devil, unquote. Oh, that's what people would like to believe. But what he's saying there is you don't have to tremble at the word of God, as Felix did in Acts 24, 25, where it says, And as he, that being Paul, reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. Yeah, if there is no devil, there is no hell, there is no God, then you don't have to tremble at the word of God. But the problem is with that, 
there is a devil, there is a hell, and there is a God. Oh, and then Rantham makes this comment, quote, The devil is not really evil because he is really God. Who else would he be? Unquote. Such ridiculous statements are made. Isaiah 5.20 brings that into context, does it not? Isaiah 5.20 Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And that's exactly what is taking place. Douglas Gruthuis states in his book, Confronting the New Age, and I quote him, Every vile and wretched thing you do broadens your understanding. If you want to do any one thing, regardless of what it is, it would not be wise to go against that feeling, for there is an experience awaiting you and a grand adventure that will make your life sweeter, unquote. You know what awaits the one who practices this? Trial by jury and prison, and then on the judgment day, condemnation. You know, Jonadab, who was a friend of Amnon, David's son, played the role of Ramtha when he counseled Amnon on how to violate his sister. 2 Samuel 13, 3 through 5. 2 Samuel 13, 3 through 5. It says, But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. And he said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay thee down on thy bed, and make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come, and give me meat, and dress the meat in my sight, that I may see it, and eat it at her hand. So there's all you got to do, Amnon, and that's what Amnon did, and then he raped his sister. Well, you know, if there is no evil, no devil, no judgment, no hell, and you can do anything regardless of what it is, then you've just justified rape, incest, child molestation, and murder. You have created your own truth. Oh, and then Ramtha says, quote, Now to become enlightened is to make the priority of enlightenment first, the priority of love of self first. You see, the main goal is, unquote, the main goal of New Ageism is to exalt self. And I found an ad on the internet that said, Become a remarkable life. Register for four days of training at Ramtha's School of Enlightenment. Well, the Bible tries to take people outside of their self. Our first obligation is to God, Matthew 22, 37, and 38. Matthew 22, 37, and 38. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great 
commandment. And then Matthew 6.33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then to very plainly the Bible states, We are not equal to God. In Psalm 50, verses 16 through 22, Psalm 50, verses 16 to 22, says this, But unto the wicked God saith, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth, seeing thou hatest instruction, and casteth my words behind thee? <clears throat> when thou sawest a thief, then thou consentest with him and hast been partaker with adulterers. Thou givest thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue frameth deceit. Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother. Thou slanderest thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I kept silence. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such a one as thyself but I will reprove thee and set them in order before thine eyes. Now consider this, ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. Right there, God says, you thought that you were like me, but you're not, and I'm not like you. You know, we are to show love and concern toward others, Matthew twenty two thirty nine. Jesus there said, and the second is like unto it, in other words, the second commandment, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And in Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, Romans 13, 8 through 10, says, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this... Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. And then over in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4, says, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. You see, we have this New Age movement belief that we are to exalt ourselves. You know, I've always wondered if that doesn't have something to do with the Golden Globes and with the Oscars. I've always had the opinion on that, and you can take this for what it is. Those who attend those things are those who think they're better than everybody else, and they're trying to prove how much better they are than each other. Now let's look at the symbols of the New Age movement. And you can pull these up on the internet or whatever. There is the yin-yang. Well, what does that symbol mean? 
Well, we'll let Shirley MacLaine answer that. I quote, and this is from one of her books. I had made a kind of study of male and female energy. The female energy was the yin energy residing in the right hemisphere of the brain. It controlled mystical, receptive, intuitive, artistic characteristics. The left hemisphere of the brain, the yang side, controlled assertive, logical, active, and linear characteristics, unquote. So New Ageism emphasizes the right side of the brain. Uh, one of these spirit John, who is actually Kevin Ryerson making these things up, but the spirit John tells Shirley this, and I quote, You must learn to trust your feelings more and refrain from approaching so many issues in life from strictly an intellectual perspective. Intellect as a marvel is limited. Feelings are limitless. Trust your heart. Unquote. A woman named Chris told Shirley MacLaine this, and I quote, Let your mind go. Don't evaluate. And don't let the left brain judge what you're doing. Give your right brain more space. As a matter of fact, don't think. Unquote. Well, that's really good advice. Don't think. Another New Age item is the Indian medicine pouch. One teacher in Iowa was teaching her fourth grade students how to make one as well as fill it with special items like stone, which symbolizes the child's place on the medicine wheel astrology chart. The medicine wheel astrology chart. You look at one of those things and it has the harvest moon and all these different kind of moons around on it with different pictures of animals and such things as that. A Minnesota mother visiting her child's school found magic dream catchers in every classroom, mystical drawings of a spiritualized earth, and a ring of stones in the schoolyard for the medicine wheel ceremonies. A lady from Mexico, Missouri went to an orientation for parents for gifted students. When she asked her questions about the program and discovered how it would operate, she withheld her daughter from participating in it. One of her questions was, what is the me center? The answer was that the object is to learn self-awareness, self-concepts, to learn about their own feelings, their own values, and to develop healthy and realistic attitudes towards self. Another of her questions, what are relax relaxation techniques? The answer was, we teach them yoga to attain peace, harmony, and self-awareness, unquote. You know, what better way to bring change in a society than to target the brightest and best students? And this is not an isolated incident. 
Randall Bayer, who is an ex-New Ager, made this comment, quote, Personally, I recall quite a few conversations with teachers who would boast of how they were using their position to insert various enlightened New Age ideas into their curriculum and how easy they found this task to be in many cases, unquote. You have students who are trusting their teachers right into the New Age movement. Another symbol of New Ageism is the Ankh Cross. That's spelled A-N-K-H. It looks a lot like a cross that, you know, Christianity symbol or whatever you want to call it, but this cross has nothing to do with Christianity. It honors the Egyptian god Ra. And there are other New Age paraphernalia. There are tarot cards, rune stones, Ouija boards, the reading of palms or the reading of tea leaves or whatever, and other forms of divination are popular as well as astrological charts, readings, and horoscopes. And then you've probably seen the advertisements on television and stuff. Recently, there's a popularity of crystal and pyramid power and the psychic hotline. New Ageism includes nearly everything from ancient occultism and Eastern mysticism to the modern fascination with unidentified flying objects and the use of pop psychology. You know, what New Ageism cannot tolerate is the monotheistic religion and rigid morality that is taught in the Bible. Now I want to look at the dark side of New Ageism. When you look at the various beliefs of New Ageism, we see things that are bizarre or just downright ridiculous. But to a lot of people, 62% of American adults, as we looked at the chart earlier, 61% of Christians, so-called Christians, because to a lot of people, they are upbeat, uplifting, and inspiring. Well, what happens to those who reject the teachings of New Ageism and want to have no part of their monism, which is again, all is God and God is all, or pantheism or mysticism or, you know, all of these various things that New Age teaches. Well, many New Agers would think nothing at all about these folks, calling them unlightened, narrow-minded, or short-sighted. Some are openly hostile. Constance Cumby, in her work, The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow, tells of a conversation she had with a woman who was deeply committed to New Ageism. And the woman stated this, and I quote, It's just not right. Not right. That book should not be allowed. It's too misleading. Unable to believe my ears, I asked what book she was referring to. And she exclaimed, The Bible. Unquote. 
And then we have the old thing Ramtha again, who always feels antagonism toward Christianity. Quote, Devil, I looked far and wide for the creature. I found him nowhere, but I found him thriving in the hearts of frenzied entities in a fervor of madness to save the world from its sins. That is where he is. Do you understand? Unquote talking about those who would teach the gospel to others. They are the devil, according to Ramtha. Again, referring to Doug Gruthuis in his work Confronting the New Age, and I quote, Yes, the new age of peace, light, and love awaits us, but we must first experience a cleansing or pur purgation or purgation of planetary problem spots. These blots on the biosphere are typically described as those less evolved souls who do not see all as one or all as God and who cling to old age notions such as sin, human finitude, the uniqueness of Jesus Christ and the need for external redemption, unquote, and finitude there means a state of having an end. If you believe in reincarnation, then you don't have an end. John Randolph Price is a trance channeler through whom a spirit named Asher supposedly speaks. And Mr. Gruthuis records the following in his book. And this is what Jan John Randolph Price says. Nature will soon enter her cleansing cycle in which individuals with lower vibratory rates, monotheists, like Jews, Christians, and Muslims, will be removed from the planet during the next two decades. Uh, the book was written in 1998. And guess what? We're still here. But that was inside, again, the book, New Confronting the New Age. Well, New Ageism is a fatalistic system, which means that most of them believe that whatever occurs was just supposed to happen. And the murder of monotheists, in other words, those that believe in one God, could be regarded as helping them to a higher spiritual plateau. You know, you may think, oh, that's not going to happen. That's impossible. But look at the following examples. Walter Martin, in his book, The New Age Cult, made this comment. Sirhan Sirhan was heavily influenced by New Age thinking. After he killed Robert Kennedy, the first book he asked for was Petrovna Blavatsky's The Secret Doctrine. In other words, New Ageism. Jim Jones and his people's temple followed the teachings of a man who called himself Father Divine. Jones would quote from the Bible and then throw it on the ground and kick it to show that his authority was superior to the Word of God. Constance Cumbie, in her book The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow, 
tells of the most frightening example of all, and that is Adolf Hitler. She states, quote, while Hitler was in Vienna pursuing a career as an architect and artist, he spent his spare time in occult bookstores and libraries. Transcendent state of consciousness and mind expansion fascinated him. Yoga, astrology, proved to be too slow for his ambitions. He decided to accelerate the process by supplementing meditation with drugs. Mescaline, and mescaline is considered a halogen uh, or a psychedelic drug. Mescaline was used to transport him to the highest state of consciousness where he could look into what New Agers and occultists call the Akashic Record, a demonic version of historical and future events, unquote. And in the work, the Grail Conspiracies, Constance Cumbie says, quote, Extermination of the Jews and Gypsies was not called a killing. It was called a cleansing action, unquote. Hitler even had a Bureau of the Occult as part of his government. Those who practice New Ageism insist that we can speed up evolution by selectively cleansing certain groups and individuals, maybe as many as one-third of the human race. Shirley MacLaine, again in her work, in her book, Dancing in the Light, made this comment, and I quote, Violence belongs to the negative side of the force, unquote. So the uh, you know what attracts people to the fantasy-filled religion of New Ageism? Well, this is their attitude: no gods, no masters. Religion stops a thinking mind. In goddess we trust. Back off! I'm a goddess. My goddess gave birth to your God. And these are the things that they believe. There is also the appeal to freedom. Being released from the accountability that is found in Christianity is quite a relief for people. You know, you can live your life the way you want to and not have to worry about giving account, account to a single God because you're a God. And you know, these are just another way of saying that they believe in an absence of restraint. They can do whatever they want to. New Ageism promises inner peace. You know, the relaxing, relaxation techniques, the emphasis on new and different ideas, the focusing of attention on one's inner self. They all draw people in. You know, there's calamity in the world all over today, and people want to find peace, but they look in the wrong place. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, and I'm going to read the American Standard Version of that, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. 
It says, In nothing be anxious, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. New Ageism also gives the promise of power. People want to be in control of their lives, and New Ageism gives them the opportunity to be in complete control. Because New Ageism teaches you are a god. You have unlimited power. Elliot Miller and his work, A Crash Course on the New Age Movement, made this comment, and I quote, I was surging with power. It was raining, and so I decided to put my new power to a test. Based on the belief that all reality is one mind and that a Christ is so connected to that mind that he can control external reality, as Jesus did with his miracles, I looked up at the completely overcast sky and confidently commanded the rain to stop and the sun to shine. Immediately the clouds parted in the afternoon became sunny and dry. My power surge continued to accelerate. True or not, who knows. But the appeal to freedom and the promises of inner peace and the promise of power are a powerful trio of temptations that are not unlike the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You see, New Ageism teaches a freedom that allows a person to experience whatever his flesh desires. A New Ageism or New Ager looks inside himself and is infatuated with what he sees. The pride of life is the appeal to power, thinking that he is God. Marilyn Ferguson, the author of The Aquarian Conspiracy, made this comment, quote, The Aquarian conspirators range across all levels of income and education, from the humblest to the highest. There are school teachers and office workers, famous scientists, government officials and lawmakers, artists and millionaires, taxi drivers and celebrities, leaders in medicine, education, law, psychology. Some are open in their advocacy and their names may be quite familiar. Others are quiet about their involvement, believing they can be more effective if they're not identified with ideas that have been all too often misunderstood, unquote. So who are some others who are involved in the New Age movement? And what I'm about to read to you comes from CertifiedPsychics.com. Celebrity and talk or TV talk show host Oprah Winfrey is not the only star who promotes New Age religious thoughts and psychics advice. 
Hollywood is full of actors and actresses who have embraced in one way or totally the knowledge of numerology compatibility, Chinese horoscopes and tarot cards readings as a principal channel to the acquisition of their self-fulfillment. Just to name some of them, Stephanie Kramer, Marsha Mason, Ted Danza, Linda Evans, Lisa Benet, Sharon Glass, LeVar Burton, George Lucas, and Joyce DeWitt. You see, the New Age movement contradicts the Bible in almost every way. Why is that? That's because New Agers want to be a God unto themselves and they want to abide by their own moral standards. But you know, the Bible contains high moral standards. The Bible shows us that we are not equal to God. We are not a God, but we are created beings. The Bible promises a day in which the world will be judged for the actions we have taken in this life. New Ageism teaches that we just keep being reincarnated until we finally get it right and enter a state of unconsciousness or annihilation called nirvana. You don't have to worry about being cast into an everlasting punishment place called hell. The Bible teaches there is no reincarnation, there is no karma, and we are not God. New Ager Jeremy Rifkin from his book Algeny made this comment, quote, we no longer feel ourselves to be guests in someone else's home and therefore obliged to make our behavior conform with a set of pre-existent cosmic rules. It is our creation now. We establish the parameters of reality. We create the world and because we do, we no longer feel beholden to outside forces we no longer have to justify our behavior for we are now the architects of the universe. We are responsible to nothing outside ourselves for we are the kingdom, the power, the, and the glory forever and ever, unquote. You know what he just quoted, right? Matthew six thirteen. there in the model prayer where Jesus says, for thine, talking of God, is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So we see the new age system, the new age religion is everywhere. And we need to be prepared to confront it and to take it down because it will destroy the souls of those who believe it. And it will destroy society because of the teachings of the New Age movement and the morality of the New Age movement, which there is no morality in it. 
So again, this is Don Boyd. I want to thank you for tuning in to uh, listen to today's lesson, and we look forward to being with you next time. When you're in Moody, Missouri, you're invited to visit the Moody Church of Christ, located on Highway E in Moody, Missouri. The congregation there meets on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for Bible class, 11 a.m. for worship, and then again at 6 p.m. for Sunday evening worship. They also meet at 6 p.m. on Wednesday night for Bible study. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Way Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.